Now, mind you, some of our troubles come from things that we've done, but God wants too. But he was through all kinds of stuff. People are trying to kill him, guilt, shame, embarrassment, just kind of you name it, David was going through it, right? So here in 121 of Psalms, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, all-powerful God, right? He will not let your foot slip. Who watches over you? He will not slumber. Indeed, he watches over Israel and will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade, and he is at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over you, coming in and going out, both now and forever. So we need to realize that he, I mean, and I'm sure you're here, you know this. But the thing is, is sometimes we know something, yet we don't do the thing that we know. And, and we kind of need like a, a fresh revelation of it. Where does your help come from? It comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And sometimes we try to take upon ourselves the, the worries or the cares of this world or the things that we're going through and we try to uh, make ends meet and we try to be as healthy as we can be or we try to be the best wife or best husband or best this or that. But yet God doesn't want us to try in our own strength. He wants us to be totally and completely dependent on him and his strength. Because we, in our own strength, grow tired and weary. And we stumble and fall in exhaustion. You know? And so the reason I ask the Lord for strength is I kind of know that as you press in, and let me just give you a heads up here if you didn't realize this already. As you press in and spend more time with God, there's more, um, there's more adversaries that try to hinder you. And you don't need to fear because you've got God. He's at your right hand, right? And he's, you live in his shelter and this and that. But there is controversy. There is affliction and things that try to come for the word's sake. And so I kind of knew and I know that the devil doesn't have any new schemes. And so I know what's going on here. And I know what's trying to come against me. It's a distraction. But it was heavy, and I was just like, Lord, give me grace. See me through this. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I didn't expect that, but I did. I did depend on the Lord, but yet he just supernaturally delivered me from that. And I don't know if an angel came and got rid of the thing or what it was, but it's gone. Um, but we need to realize that God's never too busy to take care of our situation. He's not tired or weary from the last time he fought the battle for you. He's always ready to fight, right? And he wants to give you the grace, the power, the strength to see you through whatever storm it is that you're going through or whatever um, attack of the enemy is trying to come against you. If we know and have assurance and, and where our help comes from, then why do we worry and why do we get into worry or wondering how this or this or that thing is going to work out 
why do we try to figure things out in our own way, you know? Um, life isn't supposed to be self-help. <laughs> it's supposed to be depend on the Lord. Surrender to God. And he will make your path straight. Trust in God. And he will direct your footsteps, right? Instead of worrying. Instead of wondering. Instead of trying your best. Go to the helper. Where does your help come from? Your help comes from the Lord. And expect that when you ask for wisdom, like James 1 talks about, that he's going to give you wisdom to see you through. Expect that when you come boldly to the throne room of God, that he will give you the grace or strength you need to see you through. You know? And, and I'm going to be sharing this in a second, but Paul, he, like you and I, went through some stuff. I mean, talk about, I'm, I don't think any of us have been shipwrecked, mobbed, left for dead, thrown in prison, in perils of this and that, okay? Cause, so he's got some extremities there. But he's been through some stuff, and at this point, kind of like what I was feeling, he had something coming against him that wouldn't leave. And he just felt heavy, and, and, and he called it a thorn in his flesh. And, and he is like, Lord, take this from me. It feels gross. I don't like it, this and that. And the Lord's like, uh, uh, uh. My grace, my power works best in weakness. So what God wants is instead to say, Lord, take this from me. Lord, remove me from this situation. Remove that person. God wants you to go to him and ask him for grace and strength to see you through. Why? Because that gives him glory to see you through a storm to the other side. And the Holy Spirit's all over that. He wants glory in every situation in your life. He does not bring the bad situations. It's the enemy who comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And every good gift and every perfect gift comes from the Father above. So don't ever blame God for something he never did. But what he does want you to do is go to him for he's your helper. He's your grace. He's your strength. Don't try to figure, stop trying to figure things out. Just immediately know where your help comes from. It comes from the Lord. Don't try to figure it out and do your own thing. Instead, go to him, tell him what you need, ask him for direction, and really specifically ask him for the grace and strength. And then when you do, we're talking about, you know, passion and prayer, and this is part of prayers, going to God and not being ashamed to ask him for help. <laughs> yes, you're there to fellowship. Yes, you're there to love on him, but he is your good, good father. And he wants to help his children. So tell him what it is you need. And then when you tell him, trust him, he's going to give you that impartation of whatever it is. Maybe it's something that you don't even know you need. Or maybe it's healing. Or maybe it's peace of mind. Or maybe it's grace and strength to see you through. Whatever it is, he knows what's best, right? But ask him for help. In Philippians 4, 6 and 7, the Lord instructs us. And this is where I feel like I've missed it all a number of times. 
I don't want to admit to a lot of times. So a number of times. <laughs> don't worry about some things. No. Don't worry about anything. I feel like I may have been guilty a time or two right there. But instead, our job is to pray. In other words, talk to God. Tell him you need help. Admit it. I can't do it. Pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Reflect and thank him that he saw you through that time. He saw you through that time. Okay? Then it says, then you will experience his peace. That's what I experienced right after I went to him. I was like, oh, I can breathe again. His peace, which exceeds anything that we could understand. His peace will guard your heart and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. It doesn't do us any, any good to worry. He says it doesn't add a single hair to your head. He said, why worry? You know, he clothes the lilies of the field. Are you not more important than they are? Right? He feeds the birds of the air. Are you not more important than them? So if he does that for, you know, the field or the birds, how much more will he do it for you? So there's no reason to worry, but instead just go to him, tell him what you need, and then let his peace guard your heart and mind. This is what he means when he says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. You're going to him trusting that he's going to impart to you the grace, the strength, or maybe the wisdom and knowledge on how to deal with a situation. Or maybe he'll lift a burden from you. I don't know, but you're going to him knowing he knows what you need. But you're going to ask him for help. You're going to ask him for grace. And he says, tell him what you need. Then thank him for all he has done. And you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and mind as you live in Christ. You'll go forward knowing he's got this. You'll go forward in peace, trusting him and not leaning to your own understanding anymore. Not leaning to your worry or to fear or to wonder how this is going to work out. Just cast that care on him. He cares for you. He wants to take care of it, but you got to give it to him. Too many times, too often, we are like throwing in the fishing line, right? Casting that care, and we reel it back in. We reel it back in to see if it's still there. Is that care still there? Throw it in with the fishing pole and don't reel it back in. <laughs> Give it to God. I had a vision, um, I want to say a couple glory cultures ago. I might have shared this already, but the Lord had me. There's about three areas that are a constant, like, prayer of mine, constant, like, care of mine, I should say. <clears throat> and the Lord told me, give me those. I was in heavenly places, like I taught on Sunday. I was in heavenly places, and the Lord told me, give me your cares. Give those to me. And I folded them up into, like, flags. And, and what reminded 
what it reminded me of is when a military person passes and they fold up the flag. And I had three of them, and it was like a stack like this. And I gave them to somebody <laughs> at the throne room, but they took them from me. And he said, now go. Do what I've called you to do. Do you know those cares that you go through, those things that try to come against you are just distractions to try to weigh you down, to keep you thinking about that rather than thinking about him. The only reason for attack is to kill, to steal, and to destroy. What? What God has for you. So that's why God says, don't care. Cast it upon me. Don't worry. Come and pray and ask me for whatever it is you need. It does no good to worry or to try to do anything in our own strength. Because our grace, our strength, our help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, as Psalms 121 says. So I know we're faith people, right? We're, we're, we believe. But it's okay when you're in God's presence to admit you don't have the strength to do this, Lord. I can't do this, Lord. I need your grace. I need your strength. I ask you, Lord. This was my heart. Lord, I ask you. Fresh grace, fresh strength. Fill me, Lord, afresh. I need you to fill me afresh. I was sincere with my whole heart right there while folding my clothes. And he just touched me. And then I went on and, and I just waited on him for a moment, recognizing his presence. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for touching me. Thank you for showing up right here, right now. And then I went on to fold the clothes. Really easy, mind you. I don't like folding clothes at all. It's not a thing for me. But anyway, I did it so easy. And, and it's funny because he does say his yoke is easy and his burdens light. And that burden is a burden to me. <laughs> but it became really easy. And it's kind of a funny little thing. But I recognized right away that God's grace was imparted into me even at that littlest thing. And the whole day, I'm like, you know, the rest, of the rest of the evening, I was just like, oh, I just felt so good. This is how we're supposed to feel is the weight, the burden, the care is not mine. It's his. This is the year of victory. And he wants us to fight this battle knowing he's fighting it for us. Our job is just to sit with him and give him these cares and to do anything that he tells us to do without having those things weigh us down or distract us. Listen, I mean, this is the instruction of the Lord. Isaiah 40, 28 through 31. Have you not known? Like, here's a reminder. Have you not heard? The everlasting God, again, he says it this way, the creator of the heavens and the earth. In other words, the all-powerful God. He doesn't faint or grow weary. He's really saying the same thing as he says in Psalms 121. Listen to this. He doesn't faint or grow weary, and his understanding is unsearchable. He understands that you can't do it alone. And actually, he never asked you to. So it's okay to admit to him, Lord, I can't. That's like 
Paul was asking him to take it from him, but, but the Lord's like, no, what I want you to ask for me is my grace and my strength because it's made perfect in weakness. You'll get to be empowered by me if you'll just ask me for this. And then he experienced that. Then he's like, now I boast and I'm excited when I'm weak because then he's strong. Why? Because he notices when these things come against him and when he then feels weak, then he goes back to God and he again asks him for a fresh filling of his grace, of his strength. And all of a sudden that power fills him up and he just feels strong again by the power of the Spirit. He neither faints or is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. I love that he understands okay to tell him you can't that you're weak you feel weak you feel weary it's okay to tell him that he gives because then just like Paul said he gives power to the weak and to those who have no might he increases strength how are you going to receive this unless you admit to him that you don't have no strength and unless you admit to him you're where my help comes from you're where my strength comes from Lord, I recognize I can't do this on my own. I, maybe you need to repent. Sorry, Lord, for carrying these cares. I give them to you. And this happens to everybody. He says, even youth will grow tired and weary. Young men, they shall fall. But those who wait upon the Lord... What was I doing in the middle of my floor? It wasn't like a big time of prayer. I was folding clothes, right? But I simply waited upon him. I said, Lord, I need grace. I need strength. I need help. Those who wait upon the Lord, he will renew their strength. They shall mount up. You're imparted to Grace or strength or power has been imparted to you, and you feel like you could fly. You feel empowered. You shall mount up with wings as eagles. You shall run and not grow weary. You shall walk and not fall. That doesn't happen to those who are carrying their cares on their back. That happens to those who will admit that they need help and go to the Lord and ask for it, knowing that He's where your help comes from. He's where your grace, your power comes from. Here's that passage I was talking about. 2 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10, three different times. So maybe three times that day, I'm like, oh, Lord, lift this from me. I probably muttered that. Lord, what is this? Lift this from me. And I didn't realize it. I'm like, Paul. Three different times I begged the Lord to take this away. Each time he responded with the same answer. My grace, or you could say my power, is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I'm glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work in me. So that means if you don't admit that his power can't, if you do admit and go to him, his power can work. Why? Because he's going to let you try to do it in your own strength if you want to try to do it. But then that's where we grow weak and weary and stumble and fall in exhaustion. 
But when you finally get two cents and you go to the Lord where your help comes from, his power works through him. It works best in weakness. And now Paul says, that's why I take pleasure now in my weaknesses and in my insults and my hardships and persecutions and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, he is strong. He learned. As soon as attack comes, as soon as controversy comes, as soon as affliction comes, as soon as sickness tries to come, as soon as a, a, a feeling or a spirit of heaviness tries to come and weigh upon you, Go to where your help comes from, the maker of heaven and earth, the one who doesn't grow weary, weak, or tired, or doesn't slumber or sleep. And go to him and ask him not just to take it from you. I wouldn't blame you if he said that, but Paul, he's correcting him. What you need is God's power. Ask you, Lord, for your grace your power to be made perfect in my weakness so that when I'm weak, Lord, you're strong. Empower me, Lord, with your grace. Admit to him that you can't do it, that you need him too, that you need his power. Surrender to him. I like that last song. Like I said, she's like, I'm surrendering all. Now I'm only chasing after you. In other words, if you have your cares, you're chasing after those things to get resolved. But if you surrender it to him, you give it to him, you cast it upon him, and you get empowered, now you're only chasing after him. He wants us to seek him first. And then all these things will be added unto us. But, you know, when we've got worries, burdens, cares, sicknesses, attacks of the enemy, and this and that, they're all like a whirlwind of distraction to keep us distracted to the right, to the left, and get our eyes off of him. So Hebrews 4.16 tells us, let us then. Come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. It's there that we will receive mercy, maybe because we caused the problem, opened a door or something. Or you'll find grace, power, help when you need it the most. So where does our help come from? From the Lord. So how do you get the help? You go to the throne room of God. And you ask for it. You have not because you ask not. So until you ask, you won't receive. But when you ask, he says, you will receive and your joy will return. Your joy will be full. And not only that, then he says, he'll guard your heart and mind with his peace and presence. You know what happens is when that peace and presence comes in, you can have assurance that God's gone to work for you. And don't take that care back. Don't take that worry back or that's like pulling that fishing line in again. Throw it to him. Give it to him. To fold something is to like make this a concrete thing like this is done. <laughs> I'm giving it to you. It was real formal kind of like I handed it to him and I gave it to him. And It's hard sometimes to give away something that you've carried for a really long time. But God wants it. 
so that you can focus on him. So are you worn out? You can ask yourself these questions. Are you worn out? Are you weak or weary from a battle? Do you have need of answers? Do you have need of a fresh refilling of his presence? Then he says, come unto me, all of you who are weak and weary, and I will give you rest. Come boldly to my throne room of mercy and grace, and you'll receive mercy, grace to help you in your time of need. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 is what, where he says that. Come to me, all of you who are weak and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest, refreshing for your souls. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me as my disciple. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest. Another version says you will find renewal you will be blessed for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and my burden is light. And Psalms 50 verse 15 says, All who call upon me in their day of trouble, I will deliver them and show them my salvation and they shall glorify me. And I've shared this so many times, but... This was probably one of the most prominent encounters I had with the Lord in my whole life. We were going through a very hard time in North Carolina, and uh, my dad had heart troubles here, and I was in North Carolina, and that was very difficult. And um, I just wanted to be back here. And and then we were going through some things, too. And um, I just remember reaching my end. <laughs> And Jude was a baby. He was like one or two, and he was in a high chair, and I just sat on the floor in the kitchen, crouched down in a corner, and the word of God says, call on me in your day of trouble, and I will give you rest. And I literally said, Lord, your word says this. So I just call on you. And I literally said his name, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, because I needed rest. I'm going to act on his word. I need rest. If you are weak and weary and you carry heavy burden, he says, come to me and I will give you rest. Or he says, call upon me in your day of trouble and I'll deliver you, right? And so I'm calling on him and I didn't expect, but we should, that he showed up right in front of me. <laughs> And he put his hands on both of my knees. And he said, give me your cares. Give this to me. And I will take care of it. Don't worry about it. Give it to me. That was his answer. And you know that within... I didn't do anything. I really didn't do anything other than give it to him. He said, focus on me and give that to me and I will take care of it. But unless I gave it to him and, 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 and focused on him, I was going to keep on carrying that thing with me and nothing would be done. But the minute I started focusing on him and not the care and gave that to him, 
he rearranged everything. We were home within a month, and I didn't even ask Clayton to move home or anything. God supernaturally moved on every situation and worked everything out. Matthew 6.33 is real. Seek me. Focus on me. And I'll add all these things unto you. The Lord does not want you carrying cares and burdens. The Lord does not, he's a good God. Remember, everything good and perfect comes from him. The Lord does not want you worrying about everything. He says, don't worry, but pray about everything. Paul's asking him to take this from me. And, and, and yeah, you go through some things, but, but the thing is, is you, I'm going to get more glory out of you going to the other side of that thing by being empowered by me. So ask him for grace and strength. And so I just feel really led, like you're carrying burdens that he doesn't want you to bear. He doesn't want you to carry. Get before the Lord tonight. We're going to give you an opportunity. Get before the Lord tonight and give it to him. Fold them up like you're putting them away for good. That thing's going to get buried. <laughs> Put it away for good. Give it to him for good. Ask him for grace and strength to see you through. Or whatever it is that he needs, welcome him to impart to you the grace and strength. And say, Lord, I need help. You're where my help comes from. Be totally sincere, Lord, I can't do this. I give it to you. I ask you to impart grace and strength to me. I ask you for whatever it is. You know what I need, Lord. I ask you for what I need. Maybe he'll tell you what you need. Maybe he'll give you direction. Maybe he'll just do what he did to me, which was like touched me and lifted it. He knows. But you got to be sincere in letting him know you can't. And, and, and give it to him and, and stop trying to do it on your own. I believe, and I have a song that I wanted Jeff to play, and, and this just kind of will get us in an intro to, to seeking the Lord for a little bit. And let's put this to practice. Let's do this right away. There's some heavy hearts here. There's some things that have been weighing you down. There's things that have been getting you to be feel dragging in, um, in the spirit or even in the natural. You just feel ugh. things that should be normal. You know, it's difficult to do because something's weighing on you. God wants us to go to him, and, and I believe that tonight, if you will give him your cares, if you will go before him, he's the helper, the maker of heaven and earth. He can, nothing's too big or small for him. He will watch over this word and perform it. And I just, I, I feel this song, like it's like my heart, like I believe that God is going to break some things tonight. I believe we'll get before the Lord and be sincere. Something's going to break. You're going to see breakthrough. And don't doubt even if it doesn't happen immediately like it did for me. But I believe that happened to me so I could testify so that you could believe that. It can happen. Your, your difficult situation or whatever it is, give it to the Lord and believe that he's going to take it.
and believe that he's going to impart to you grace or strength or whatever it is you need. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you watch over this word and perform it. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, right now to break every stronghold, every bondage, set the captives free, bring deliverance, wisdom, knowledge, whatever it is we need, Lord. We come before you tonight, Lord. And, Lord, we ask you, Lord, you're our helper, Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. You're where our help comes from, Lord. Father, we ask for your forgiveness for carrying cares, worries, burdens, Lord. We ask for your forgiveness, Lord, because you told us not to, God, but we cast these cares upon you. We come to you boldly, Lord, to your throne room of mercy, grace, forgiveness, and help in time of need. And we ask you, Lord, for help. We ask you, Lord, for a fresh impartation of grace and strength. And whatever it is we need, we ask you for it right now. We ask you open our eyes and ears in the spirit to hear and see what it is you're doing. And let this song be the cry of your heart tonight. And then just go ahead and seek the Lord like I was talking about. And play it live.